We'd like to thank all of our Dan K Show listeners for tuning into today's podcast with owner and head coach of the Twin City Thunder, Dan Hodge. With the recent occurrence in the Lewiston-Auburn, Maine area, today's subject matter on the podcast could be traumatizing or difficult to deal with for some who have dealt with similar incidents or are a part of the LA community. With that in mind, we bring you today's podcast to hopefully start some of the healing process and provide some ways for those in the LA community and beyond throughout the United States and the world, try to provide some ways for you to help out the community, those families affected, and everyone in the LA community. And Dan, while there are certainly no graphic descriptions of the events, we do recognize that there are a lot of people who have faced similar circumstances and hearing the impact of those events may be enough to to cause some to relive that trauma or make people feel uncomfortable. So if that does apply to you, you know, we wanted to to let you know that and give you that option here and now. With that in mind, we do thank Dan Hodge for joining us. And after the podcast, we all discussed the importance of communicating during these moments and speaking of our feelings and and how we've been affected by traumas in our lives. So many times we try to be tough in the sport of hockey and just in the world is as men, one of the biggest listening bodies of this podcast and of this show, but we want to make sure that we remind every single player out there, every young athlete, every young person listening in and and every adult as well, that it is okay to talk. It is okay to speak our mind, our feelings, and it's important to find those that we trust and we love to vent to. And we're always here for you. And we hope you enjoy today's podcast as much as we can in this tough time. What's going on, hockey fans? Welcome into a very important Dan K show, a tough one to put together today and a, a tough week for the great people of Lewiston, Auburn, Maine, the L.A. area, as it is so well known by the people up in Maine, has gone through what we can only only call a tragedy and a situation that has been tough to wrap our heads around over the last few days and weeks here as information has come out, as we found what has unfolded here in such a beautiful town, a place that has treated us like a a second home every time we've gone up to it with our show and with what we do. And the great people of LA, Maine are starting to heal and starting a healing process. And with that, we invite in a man who, who we love, a guy who we usually have conversations with under much better pretenses. Usually we we talk about the foliage up there and, and fun things today. Tougher conversation, tougher con- context, but still one that has to be had and one that that we are happy to have with him right now. Dan Hodge of the Twin City Thunder of our NCDC, our Tier 2 Tuition Free Hockey. Dan, I know a lot going on up there in Twin City, in L.A., and in Maine right now. How, how are the boys doing up there? Well, thanks for doing this, guys. I appreciate it. Um, it was funny. I was driving up the road, did up the highway today. I was looking at all the all the leaves are turning, <laughs> so they're all they're all flying off the off the uh, thing. So I always, every time I drive the highway, I think about you guys and all the all the fun jokes we tell about the foliage. But uh, you know, it, it's been a tough tough week, tough ten days here. Uh, just kind of really trying to, you know, you, the city was on lockdown for two days, and 
you know, the rink was closed and the players were on it there at their billet houses. And, you know, the, when you first hear it, the first thing you think about is your family, you know, wh- wh- everybody's safe in your family. And then, you hey, start thinking about the players because a lot of players are real, live in real clo- cro- close proximity to both, uh, to both uh, sites there. And, um, you know, obviously, you know, you, you start hoping they're all, they're all safe and sound and, you know, and, and luckily uh, our players were, were at their billets and they were, uh, you know, seven o'clock at night is a, the time to be able to have dinner, maybe, you know, bowling or something like that. And they were, luckily they were, fortunately we, we didn't have to deal with anybody uh, being in either place. Yeah. And and it's, it's such a terrifying thought, right? You, you think about having a, a group of guys traveling from around, not just the country, but the world to come play hockey in your town. And, and I know Dan, you take it very seriously being the overseer of these people, right? Uh, almost a, not just a coach, but a, but a parent on the road, somebody who, understands the importance of of keeping these guys safe for for their families and for their friends and their loved ones around the world and you you find out this information i know when we saw that night it's the first thing you think of is where are all the guys where is everyone out at can you kind of just walk me through your night that night and kind of uh, since then i mean uh, where have you been well you know again you the, the original you first of all, you think there's two there's two junior hockey teams in this area, you know, within you know a stone's throw from each other. So you're like, oh goodness, my guys are good, their guys are good. Um, you know, one of their former players was actually uh, was actually shot, um, but he he's pulling through. He's in the hospital right now. Kyle Secor. Um, you know, it's been tough. Sorry. No, it, it's, been it's, tough. it's been tough. It's been a tough. Uh, It really has. It's been, uh, you know, meant people people don't realize, you know, what your what if one of your kids are there, one of your players that you you're there, like you say, you oversee them, and you and you're there to. Uh, parents are trusting you to have them their, their best players. You know, obviously hockey is a small part of it, right? But you walk out of here and you want them to be good young men, and and then uh, you know something like this happens, and you 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 see the effect it has. You know, these kids are 16, 17 you know, 18 years old and maybe they're not uh, directly affected, but they're, you know, they're mentally affected, emotionally affected. And, and you, you try to hide it, you know, I've been trying to hide it for, for a while, but it's, uh, you know, it's very hard. It's difficult to uh, look these kids in the eyes and think, you know, my players would go to that bowling alley, you know, and what if they were there, you know, dealing you know, with a whole different, different thing, but there are some people that are really grieving up here. You know, there's some families that are really hurt and some people that are really, uh, really been, uh, really been affected by this. And, uh, you know, the, the, the great thing about this community is though, it's strong, they heal and it, the, the people, the outpouring of support that you see from not only the people in the community, but around the surrounding areas, the surrounding States. I mean, my phone didn't stop ringing, didn't stop, uh, text messages didn't stop coming in, you know, that night, just, how are you? How are your players? You know, you know, and then you got to tell parents that hey, your, your your son's safe. You know, he's he's has billet. You know, and and uh, you know they're they're on lockdown. Got to explain the situation. But yeah, it's it's uh, definitely a bit emotional. But uh, you know, we're uh, we're pulling through as a group and a family. And you know, I think that's the best thing about hockey, right? You have, you know, you walk into a locker room, got twenty five brothers. 24, 25 brothers, and you got to, you know, again, like you say, you're, you're overseeing it and you want to see the family, you know, uh, do well and be safe. And they're a great bunch of kids. And, you know, again, you, you think about 
the Nordiques across the road and, you know, hopefully, you know, this Kyle Secor, he pulls through and he's, um, you know, but it's, it's tough. A lot of people lost some good people and it's a lot, a lot of grieving in this, uh, in this area right now. Yeah. And, and this Lewiston Auburn area, what, what we love so much about it every time we get up there is it's such a tight knit community, right? It feels like everyone is connected to everyone in some way, shape or form. It, it, which makes this an even tougher situation, right? Um, it it hits close to home, both both literally and just in terms of of this community's ability to kind of band together. Can you kind of talk about the community itself right now, the Lewiston Auburn area? How how's how's that looking up there? How are the people doing, and and what's going on right now to kind of help and and build this thing back together? Well, I mean, you, you you definitely you see some people, you know, like the the Battle of Bridges, the EL Lewiston football game, high school game was postponed, but they played it last night or playing it tonight, I should say, uh, yeah, last night. Um, and then you know you've got some some games, some hockey games. You know, the rink was on lockdown for uh, for two days, and then you came and we, we were able to get in the get in on Saturday, and um, you know, saw kids start to play hockey again. And, you know, and there were some more games this past week and practices and I guess trying to get back to as normal as possible. But, you know, quite honestly, it's you see it in the parents eyes. They lost a lot of the parents lost friends or or someone they knew that was affected. Like you said, the the I mean, Caleb Labrie is 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 uh, real close with Kyle, Kyle Secord. And, um, you know, it's it's, uh, you know, Kyle's my assistant coach and he's I see him going through it. You know, it's not easy, you know, Um, but again, People are so this, this is such a great community. I've been here for six years and with the teams, and um, I, I you knew that th- this is a very family oriented community, and everybody's like you said interconnected, and they're and everybody is everyone nowadays. Now you see it, you just really see how you doing, uh, you good, yeah, yeah, and just the people. There's a, there's a there's a certain kindness that you really see on display up here right now, and it's it's uh, it's refreshing. In a way, and it's it's too bad that something like this had to happen in order to to, to bring that out. But it's it's such a great community that uh, people are uh, really have each other's backs and and they're really caring for each other. And Lucas, we we introduce you in now. Obviously, a tough subject matter here. And, and do you have anything for Coach? Well, Coach, I know we we kind of talked over text about you know obviously the players and you know as you said like the, the your thoughts are with the the people of the the twin cities and then your thoughts go to the the players next and making sure they're okay. But, you know, as this relatively short time frame has kind of passed here from, mm. from the incident to now you're talking about playing, playing the game right against, against the Northern Cyclones, how have the players been reacting to it? How have, how have they been kind of processing everything and, and what's that been like for them? I think as you know, again, we, uh, we got back in the rink on Saturday. You know, we had a team meeting. We made sure we uh, made any any kind of, you know, you need to talk to anybody, any any kind of anything available for players to kind of vent or or to to, to have their voices heard. Um, you know, again, they're I think for them, it's we want to get back to playing hockey. We want to get back to what's normal. You know, um, so I think Saturday was a Saturday was a was definitely a, a emotional tough day. In that, but I thought Sunday, Monday, we've we've kind of gotten back into uh, into our rhythm. But uh, you know, again, they they want to start playing. We want to be coaching. Um, we want to focus on tomorrow uh, tonight, and we want we want to focus on the game. We want to be able to really put on a show and really really 
you know, I know the Cyclones are coming in. I've talked to, to Coach Flanagan. He's going to, you know, he's going to bring one of his daughter's uh, signed jerseys, Callie Flanagan signed jersey for the auction. Um, you know, we're going to we're going to wear special LA Strong jerseys uh, that we're going to auction off tonight after the game. Um, you know, we are we're, we're going to do the best we can. And everything, every every dollar that comes into the door is going to go to the families. So, you know, we're, we're excited about that. But again, like the players, they want to play um, and, and playing hockey, I think, would be a good way of, of, of kind of level level setting everything and getting everything back to uh, to what the new normal is. Yeah, that's that game is going to be tonight against the Northern Cyclones. You'll have donation based tickets at the door, obviously some mm-hmm. raffles and everything that will go to support the area. And Dan, you and I have visited that area so many times. We know how tight knit it is. We know how 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 everyone it, it kind of kind of feels like a very small town, but also a town that welcomes you in, like you said, every single time we go up there. Yeah, and, and I think when you look at these situations, it, it doesn't matter where this this type of incident happens. It's it's an incident we all can't wrap our heads around, right? When you when you look at at the normal populace of, of the world, there's just there's not a there's not a million people who know can wrap their heads around doing something of this nature, right? So it's hard to understand why someone would do this. It's hard to understand why we have to go through this pain after something like this time and time again. And for our players out there, before we kind of dig into what the Boston Bruins have going on a little bit more about the event, for our players out there, I always remind guys that, you know, toughness is, it's hand in hand in hockey. We're talking to Dan Hodge. I mean, the the entire Hodge family is about being tough on the ice, right? Like that, you guys built an entire brand off of it. You built a career off of it. But toughness stops when you get to your brain, right? Mm -hmm. That's not a part of your body that's meant to be tough, whether it's, whether it's talking about concussions on the ice and things like that, that we talk about on the regular, or it's talking about how you feel, man. And, and right now, this is not a time to be tough. This is a time to feel what you're feeling. This is a time to express that to those that you feel close to, or to work to find people that you feel close to, or to find medical professionals. If you don't have someone in your life, that's, that's a close enough friend or family member that you feel like you can unpack this with, it's okay to also seek that help as well. And that's something that I want to make sure that our players, our young athletes around the country, and even, even our coaching staffs and our owners, I mean, adults as well, we all feel it. And, and whether it's this situation or whether it's just the daily rigors of life, we have to communicate. And that's what helps it. mental health is and, and proper mental health care is what helps us avoid situations of these nature make sure we find people to talk to. And, and and Dan, I know you in working in this event, beyond this event, we've shared some things about it as well. The Boston Bruins have some, some aid that they're putting together, some help. Can you kind of talk about what they've got going on right now with the Bruins organization at the NHL? Yeah. Okay. You know, one of the first, uh, when this all happened, as we started talking about, uh, about tonight's game and the fundraising, <laughs> excuse me. Um, you know, my first thought was, reach out to the Bruins, Bob Sweeney, the Bruins foundation. And he was, he was like, yep, no problem. What do you need? You know? And then, uh, you know, he's going to send us a signed Jersey. Um, and then, uh, you know, he asked, you know, can you, can you help with the Bruins foundation with the, with, with, with the, you know, uh, you know, getting the word out about it and, and then the fundraising they were doing for it. So yeah, absolutely. You know, and I sent it on, you know, I, I sent it all the coaches and the NCDC and, 
it was that's such, such a great such a great bunch, bunch of guys that are like yeah no problem we'll put it up on our social media right now i sent it to you guys you know send it to josh boyd it was up in, in seconds like you know it's just it's just one of those things where you know it's a huge it's a huge thing for us it's a huge thing for uh for the bros to be doing it i mean they've already pledged a hundred thousand dollars so you know anything above and beyond that is going to be you know it's going to be very helpful to these to these to these families so you know you see the qr code give what you can because a lot of people are going to go through a lot of things for a long time and it's, it's just, this isn't something that's going to go away in a week or a year this is going to be something that's going to affect a lot of people for a long time to come yeah and and we look we look at the boston bruins organization and what they're doing and we're thankful for that we see we see what you're doing tonight with with bill and the northern cyclones and and trying to get back to hockey can you kind of talk to me i mean how how's that going to feel to i mean in your mind what do you what do you predict what do you what do you see coming forward to, when you try to get back to normalcy and play some hockey for the first time since all this. Well, I think it's going to be emotional, obviously, you know, and I think once the puck drops and the, and the, uh, the, the game starts, it'll be back to hockey, but you know, there'll be a lot of people in the building. Um, you know, we're going to have some dignitaries uh, from the, you know, from the city and from the, 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 uh, the first responders do a, do a puck drop wearing special jerseys, uh, like we talked about, just having uh, you know auctioning them off at the end of the, at the end of the night, you know, off the off the players' backs, you know, um, proceeds going towards the you know the uh, the foundations. So you know, we're just I think I'm hoping when the puck drops, it's going to be just okay. Now we're now we're now we're back to what we're doing. You know, now now we're now we're doing we're, why we're here is to play hockey and and um, you know. But again, I think there'll be it'll be some emotions for sure for a lot of people in the building. This this might be you know one of the first big events, you know, since. So hopefully we'll, uh, we'll raise a lot of money, have a great game. I don't know if Cyclones are, are a great hockey team. Coach Flanagan is just does great things. Yeah. And I think that you talk about, talk about Coach Flanagan, you talk about all the coaching staff throughout the NCDC kind of banding together on this. And, and I know it's one of the things we love so much about this group, right? Beyond the hockey of it, when you look at, at this, this NCDC brand and, and these coaches around the league, the, the Tyler Holskies, the Bill Flanagan's, the the Mike Marcuse, the, the Toby Harris's, like there's a, there's a group that that really understands that there's there's a reason to band together in this, right? And there's a reason to work together to to help help each other out. And it's whether it's helping kids get recruited when we talk about the hockey side of this thing. Or it's banding together in big in in big tough moments like this, similar to when it, like you you just look at you look at it and you look at the base of it all, and you just you love to see people come together in, in tough moments of these nature. And, and Luke, funny said, those names those names you mentioned were the first five guys. Yeah, and and you see it right, and you just for me for me it's that's what this should be about at this level for when you talk about the hockey side of it, it's we're talking about kids. We're talking about kids. Like, and I don't care what you say. When I was 20 years old, I was a kid still. Like I, I might, I might be an adult when I'm 20, but I'm still a kid, man. And I'm, and I'm on the road and I'm playing hockey and I'm enjoying my life. Like that's what I think we, we lose track of sometimes. And in a moment like this, we immediately snap back to understanding that we understand that's a 20 year old kid again. We understand that's a 16 year old kid again who's on the road in a town that they're learning, 
I mean, you're two yeah. months into the season right now, right? They're still learning LA. They're still learning Lewiston, Auburn, still learning their new home, learning their billet families. And for something like this to happen in that time frame, we we hope all those guys are doing okay. I mean, Lucas, do you, do you have anything else for coach here before we, before we let him get back to getting ready for tonight? Well, I think just one more, one more thing I wanted to, to kind of bring up that coach you and I had, had kind of texted about, and it was the idea that it was going to, it was going to take a while. Right. And, and this is going to be a, a longer process. And, you know, I think, I think for, for the players, you know, for, for anyone watching this, who's affected it, it's okay. If it takes time, it's okay. Mm-hmm. If it even takes time for the initial shock to hit. Right. Yeah. Sometimes, sometimes you feel a little bit weird because it, it doesn't hit you. And then a couple of weeks later it does. Yeah. Right. So, I mean, for the players, uh, coach, I'm sure you can, you can speak to how much you you support them and how much you have their back, but we've known you for a while and, and we know that you put these players first, whatever they need, whatever they need it is, is certainly going to be a situation where they can look to you and the organization for help if and when they do need it. Well, I appreciate that. I do. Um, I've always been about the players. <laughs> it's funny you say it hit you right mm-hmm. <laughs> it hit me so you try to play it off and try to not let it affect you but it does it affects you so hopefully we can uh, start the healing process for everybody watching for everybody who wants to know how they can help for how they can be a part in some way of the healing process for this great town, for this great area, for these twin cities, for the Lewiston, Auburn area, for LA, Maine. You can look at dancashow.com. You can go to the Boston Bruins foundation and give there, get out to the rink tonight and support. If you are in that LA area and support the team and its players to in its mission to helping all of these families in the recovery process, in the healing the 18 that lost their lives, the 13 injured in this incident. This and we'll, we'll, we'll have things all month long, Dan and Lucas. We'll we'll have uh, like auction items all all, all month long. Well, my dad and Phil Zito are going to get together and and sign some memorabilia that we'll be able to auction off. I mentioned you know Cali Flanagan's jersey signed. The Kachuk brothers, uh, they both they both sending sending uh, signed memorabilia. So we're going to have stuff that. We hope that people will find that they want and people will bid on it and, you know, and, and understand that every dollar is going back to these families. So hopefully we'll have more people, more, more organizations want to uh, have us use their memorabilia for, for the auctions and for the raffles. And hopefully, uh, you know, again, we're, we're looking forward to raising some good money for this cause. We know we have, we have a lot of hockey people that watch this show and listen in. We hope that if, if you hear this and you've got something you think you can provide that might might go well at an auction or might help raise money or raise funds, please reach out to Dan. Please reach out to the Twin City Thunder. Dan, if you have an email address you could provide, we can we can hand that out to folks as well here so that they it's can. It's tough on Lucas, right? <laughs> dhodge at twincitythunder.com. You know, just please, if there's any, anything you can do and there's, you know, there's QR codes we can send for if, if everybody just, hey, I can't make the game, but I want to make a donation. Like you said, you know, look on our, look on our webpages, look on our social medias, 
um, you know, everything's there. It's a, now you can just click your camera at it and, and it brings you right to the, to the, uh, to the foundation and to the, to the, to the donation page. So, you know, we just, uh, again, we're trying to help this community heal and, you know, this community is going to help heal us as well. To, we band together in moments like this, right, Coach? And and the community of LA is expanded to the community of this entire country. I know that mm-hmm. that is certainly true. And I know that when when moments like this happen, it might take time, but it, there are a lot of strong people, not just in your room, but throughout that entire community that are going to band together. And there are great things to come for a great town. If you haven't yeah. been to LA, I, I suggest that you get there sometime when you get a chance. It is it's a wonderful town. It's a beautiful place, just a bit north of Portland, Maine. You, you get up there and it's just, you know, you, you feel welcomed in right away. You get a couple hot dogs, as they say up there, you know, you get red snappers. <laughs> the red snappers, you know, you get, you have a little lobster, you enjoy yourself and, yeah. and you have a great time. The Norway Savings Bank Arena was a great place to take in a, in a game of hockey up there and Coach, we thank you. I know, I know it's it's tough to have this conversation, right? It's not one you expect to have. You don't you don't put a whistle around your neck and and get on the bench to to have this conversation. But yeah, true, it true. is something you, you wind up in when you when you take on the fact that you you take on the parental coaching role of of a lot of guys coming to a new place. Yeah, you know, I was I was saying to my wife, I was like, you know, I thought COVID was going to be the hardest thing we dealt with. You know, COVID, you know, you're shut down, you know, and all of a sudden something like this happens. You're like, oh. But yeah, you're right. It's one of it's a it's part of the job, right? But it's it's, it's about guiding young men and and hopefully you know guiding them in the right direction. So hopefully, uh, you know, I appreciate you guys doing this, letting me kind of get in front of people. You know, all the all your fans and all the fans of the NCDC and and around around the country or whatever. Just you know, just keep keep the keep the community in your thoughts and prayers. Thank you, Coach. We we will close it here with. With parting words, is there anything else that that you have for the folks, just in terms of helping out, or anything, any message for the folks from LA, and anything from you? No, nope. we love you all. Just <laughs> LA strong, LA strong, C core strong, and I know that as the healing process goes on, we remind all those players, whether from Twin City or any players around the country, don't ever be afraid to reach out to us. We are, we're here to talk. We have guys that reach out to us and talk to us throughout the year, whether it's the, the rigors of being in a new place, whether it's the rigors of learning a new language, whether it's the toughness of being away from home or whether it's a loss that you, you deal with personally or a loss of this nature. That's just, it's impossible to wrap your head around in your community or in your area. We're here and we're here to talk don't ever be afraid to reach out. Don't ever be afraid to talk to those you love. L.A. Strong. And that's where we leave it. We hope that you guys can help in any way you can. And to, to all those people, we we love you. We love you, L.A. Come to the game tonight and show your support. Let's have a, let's have a great hockey game and start the healing process. Thank you for listening to the most watched show in junior hockey, The Dan K Show, presented by the Pueblo Bulls. For more information about The Dan K Show, head to www.dankshow.com.